Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ascension Soul Wisdom with your host, Reverend James Ellis. Clairvoyant Reverend James Ellis is an ordained minister specializing in holistic living and is a spiritual intuitive counselor. He helps in providing assistance in soul purpose activations for individuals that are seeking soul growth. His practice offers comprehensive healing expansion from the 144th dimension of reality for soul ascension. His intuitive guidance is tailored to meet the needs of each individual. Hey, 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 it's Reverend James, and yes, I'm back on Monday. I'm really glad to be here. Um, I'm looking forward to a great show, and it's an important show because it's about uh, manifestation. It's about abundance. It's about uh, prosperity. It's about uh, God consciousness. And so um, I want to teach you something important today uh, about yourself. You are the supply. You are the maker of your destiny. You have to rely on yourself. You can't look to somebody else to try to uh, have you become rich. You can't, you can, sometimes people ride on the coattails of other people, but then their fortunes are on unbalanced ground and uh, can be easily lost. I don't, it doesn't happen for everybody. Everybody has a different path. But I'm telling you this, if you're looking, uh, say that you want money. And the reason why I want to use money is because that's the one that comes the most in my emails. You know, I'm supposed to have this money or I've been waiting on this money and I need this money. And money is an effect. It's not, that's the outcome. And when you start making the effect the God like I need it or money is what I want and you're not coming from what, where is the source of money? Where does it come from? It comes from the same place for every single person, every single person. It comes from allowing. If you don't allow it, you're not going to have it. If you're claiming you don't have it, you won't have it. If you think money, so the big question is, do you think money has power? And if you do, then right there is where you need to start to refocus. Instead of thinking money is only for materialism, it, it has no power. The, and uh, the source of money is by grace alone. You, can't, you can work for a job and not get paid. Um, my son worked like two months uh, for a company and they decided to close and didn't pay him and owed him all this money. And if, you know, if they don't pay you, you don't get the money. It's not about uh, the effort of the work about getting the money. The money is a flow. It's an effect of what you hold inside, what source is allowed through you. So then we have to look at ourselves. What does that mean? Well, I try to tell everybody, when you start your life, you're given the breath of God, and the breath of God is an eternal light source within your soul. And that light source is also blessed with what they call the comforter. 
God says it biblically. I give you the comforter or the Holy Spirit. And that's where it comes into religion about the Trinity. Because man was evil by nature. And because of man's evilness, a sacrificial lamb was given in that we all be resolved of all discord of evilness because we didn't choose to be evil. We were born into it. And by that crucifixion and the ascension, which is what we're doing, we're, we are being crucified every day. We do suffer at our own hands mentally. We tell ourselves, Uh, what our struggles are. We tell ourselves what we're not worthy of. We tell ourselves um, that it's not going to happen in my lifetime. I'm too old. I'm obese uh, because I am unhappy. I'm hiding from people, so I put up these walls. Those are all the things that are, the saying goes, as above, so below, as within, so without so you're reflecting your truth in your outer life so if you're needing money or seeking money or wanting money um it's saying that you don't have it so what what you're doing is you're focusing on money money's the need money 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 no the need is to allow god the source of all the one who has unlimited abundance to be ever present in our thought And so if you're ever present in God's truth, I'm worthy. I am of divine love. I hold the spark of God's divinity. I allow the comforter to bless me. I allow happiness that is unshakable. I allow harmony in my life. I allow only people of light to be present in my life so that you can have that harmony, that you can have that peace. But you have to... If you're focusing on, I only want harmony, I only want harmony, you have to have harmony within. If you're not harmonious within, you are not manifesting harmony on the outside. And when you make harmony the choice, then you're not saying that God is the source. All is through source. You have to, when you focus on the effect, harmony is an effect. The source gives the effect. So you always are have to go back what is the source what is the source i'm uh i want um so and the reason how i came to conclusion i've been trying to work with my guide if you haven't been to the show before my guide is a key he's from 12th dimensional lyra and he speaks like light language which is not english um but as he comes through me he gives me interpretations in english so I'm saying to him, why don't I why can't I just give people the lottery numbers? Why can't I just give them the lottery numbers? That's God through me. Their intention is not uh from source, it's from me. You have to get your intention from source. I am a facilitator of uh knowledge, not the divine aspect you need to create your manifestation. The divine aspect that you need to create your manifestation is source. And I try to tell people, you, uh, I, I thought mostly that it was because I was holy 
that I brought through all of these manifestations. And I do consider myself a holy person. Does that mean I never drink? No, sometimes I drink. Very rarely, but I do. Does that mean I'm perfect? No, I'm far from perfect. I fail all the time so that I can have realization that there are other paths and that my thinking isn't clear. So let's try to make you able to get the manifestations that you want, be it a child, a job, a birth, a car, whatever it is. Those are effects. Those are what you're looking for to see in your 3D reality. But where do you go to actually have the manifestation? Last show, we did an opening of the Well of Dreams. It's a, a place for your imagination to create anything, anything. And of your heart, the, the comforter or the Holy Spirit, from your heart flame, from your God essence, from your true essence, is in touch with all of your truth. And when you resonate at the same place of harmony, peace, and gratitude, then boom, it opens up to allowing better or more or the things that you want. Instead of saying, I need $1,000 by the end of the month, what you need to do is allow the blessing that is beyond what you can perceive to come forward. And you go into your meditation and you hold that silence. I don't understand the process. I don't know how to move forward. I allow it to go to the oneness to bless me. For I know not what I do. And allow it to come forward. And it will come forward. Rather than placing your value on the $1,000. The $1,000 is the effect. It's not from source. Source is taking your uh, um, manifestation to the oneness and allowing source the ultimate gift of everything and so and if you don't think source is the ultimate gift of everything think about everything does love come from money no it comes from source you're only a gifted love if you open up to love through your divinity through your niceness through your kindness through your um, peacefulness through your joy will love come forward. You have to allow it. If you want a job, you can apply for a thousand jobs. And if you don't allow you to be worthy, if you don't allow you to have the manifestation, if you don't ab- allow God to bless you with abundance, with the choice of a job, it's not happening. You can apply and apply and apply and not get the job. It has to be through your source intention, which is God through you. So the manifestation of reality is really important, and you need to take it off of materialism and open up to your spiritual truth of you and of honoring yourself and of understanding your truth and of releasing the fear of releasing that I'm not worthy, of releasing that this won't happen for me, of releasing that uh, all the lies that people told you about everything, uh, because we all tell a story, and the stories have been told to us, and that shapes the way we think. And what it's always been is they're pushing it out. It's not in you. God's not in you. You have to look out for God. God's out there somewhere. 
No, it's not. That's not the way it is. It's all in you and through you. You're the manifestation. You are a world in your own. And people are like, I want to change the world. You are the world. You change your world. The world changes. It's uh, to make, uh, then they're like, oh, well, I want to make a national or, uh, so then you're trying to manifest something instead of allowing God through you to bring you uh, notoriety in the world. If you want that, it's all depends how you're trying to manifest it and your intention. And if you're not doing it with the right etiquette of love, then you're not resonating on an allowance uh, ability. And I know this is kind of long, but I really want you to get a hold of that. If you look to God alone as the source, you'll never be sad. You'll never not have enough. You'll never not manifest what you want. God is unlimited source and abundance. His table is unlimited abundance. The way to his table is through your true essence of yourself, your divine love, that spark of life that makes you manifest your reality. And to go there is to quiet yourself. To go there is to be still. To go there is to realize that, you know, your supply is in the consciousness of God, not in your consciousness. It's in God's consciousness. That's where the manifestation comes from. Otherwise, every time we did something right, something right would happen. But no, that's not it. When it, when you do something right, so say you're um, make, making cookies for somebody who passed, and if you do it with the right intentions, the cookies are received as a blessing. If you're hating what you're doing and then give the cookies, there's still a blessing there, but you have stifled the flow of divinity through you. So don't do it. Instead, uh, make another batch with the right intention. Keep the batch for yourself. Rebless it, you know, or heal it so that uh, you don't carry it to your essence. You have to give truthfully in divinity and in that. And, I'm, and in divinity is being just in gratitude. Gratitude is of divinity. You're, there's no negativity in gratitude, in being thankful for what you've seen today, what you've been gifted today, for the moments of happiness that you had today, for the good weather that you had today, or the rain that heals uh, the grass and uh, the parched land. You have to understand that gratitude is of divinity. So when you bless, you want to, I always say, God bless me that I may bless others. That is an unselfish prayer. You want to bless others, and I do bless others. And in that, I'm blessed. And in that, I have unshakable happiness. And in that, harmony exists in my universe. I am a world within myself. And somebody says, well, you don't have that many followers. I I could have one follower, and that would be if it changed them to love themselves and open their heart to their life being good, then I've done more than I could perceivably conceive. I can't believe I can help people. 
it's not up for me to look and make the judgment. It's up for people to allow the blessing. And if you allow the blessing, you receive the blessing you're supposed to get. If it doesn't happen, it's not that I predicted it wrong or that I said it wrong. It's the vibration of what you're manifesting manifesting is not in match with the divinity of your truth so then you have to look at it why isn't you know i know i want to do this i hear people all the time say i want to do this i want to do this why do you want to do it what is the source of your manifestation is it monetary um you know like some people say i'm going into spirituality and it's all about making money doing it and if you go into that, I can assure you that's the hardest road ever. And even to this day, I do not support myself totally on being an intuitive. And I wouldn't want to because it requires way too much effort. I would rather do what benefits the world on the whole more than I would uh, want to do, uh, make money from a uh, you know, I could go and do reading after reading after reading after reading on a on a phone line, and I could make money. That is not a quality existence. It's not something that I would want to do. I want to uh, enhance all aspects of life, especially my life. So as I bless in my life, everyone around me is blessed, and in that I receive blessing. Um, I'm going to... I guess this is the new uh, essence of a new beginning that's coming forward. So you have to really start thinking, I am the source of my happiness, my truth, my strength, my, my purpose. And through that, I have to recognize it in myself first that I can manifest it outwardly. And until that happens, I need to be in gratitude for what I see and understand I'm doing right so that you can move in the right direction. If you're having argumentative conversations, then you're not in the right direction there. There's something that isn't working correctly. Um, so then you need to take a step back and say, why am I having argumentative conversations with all these people? And it's because you're reflecting that people are not at the same vibration as you are and that obviously you think their vibration's the problem. But it's probably not. It's probably your vibration because when you are harmonious, people aren't confrontational. When you are home, harmonious, uh, even despite discord, you can still remain harmonious. And you can recognize that when somebody's yelling at you, it's not you, it's them. There's no need ever to raise your voice to somebody. There's no need to be violent towards another person. There's no need. All Those are self uh, um, grandizing or effects because of your unhappiness, because of your fear, because of your lack of truth in what things are. If you think of money as only an effect, then you have to look at source to have more of an effect that you want. And through that, your heart starts giving. Your heart starts saying, okay, this is what you need to do in order to become more financially abundant. And you listen and you move in that direction. I do have a lot of callers. I'm going to go right on to the callers. Um, the manifestation or what we're going to do today through my guide is he's going to activate, again, your heart chakra. 
so that you can get in touch with what your truth is. Start thinking of yourself as God through you. Or lots of people like to say, you are God. But you're not God. You're an aspect of God. And in that totality, you carry the essence of a God. When Christ said you're king of kings, it's because you are the king of your kingdom. You are the maker of your truth. You, your world is yours. Everybody has our own world. We're all individuals. And we get to choose that reality. And if we are in a reality we don't like, we get to choose to move out of it. Uh, and are the roads easy? No, but there are paths. They can be. Uh, and so you have to choose the path that's easy with ease and grace or I would like the easiest path to come forward that would allow ease and grace. And then you've asked for the right path. So you, you remember, your word is a sword. It cuts both ways. When you're cutting people down, you're cutting yourself down. When you're cutting to create a, a better, then you're going to cut the right way. You're going to bring forth higher vibration. You're going to have a better experience. And as you do that, it's not about the outcome or the effect. It's about the process. And it's about source through you. So I like God through you. And I like to be the blessing so that everyone's blessed and that you're blessed because you have to be a full cup in order to bless. And if your attention is about making money, then uh, then your outcome is different than one of allowing money to bless you. You can make money and you can be in complete unhappiness while you're making the money. So, um, you know, that's because the source isn't God through you. The source is I'm the king of making money and I'm going to show everybody I make money and I'm the rich and I'm this rich and I have this. And all of that, and all of that energy, what it does is it just stifles all of your happiness because you have placed your whole soul being on money, not on God through you as a blessing. And you can have all the money you choose and be as rich as you choose as God through you by allowing yourself to be the blessing, by allowing the money to bless you so that you can bless others not to become a you know a a brick of financial wealth you can be a brick of financial wealth and uh have not a good life i don't i don't know if this helps i know i went on a little bit more than a key wants me to so um what we're going to do is we're just going to open up your heart chakra it's going to be open activate spin cleanse and balance it so that you get a even harmonious rotation in your chakra it's right where your heart is, right in the center of your chest, and he just wants you to put your two hands there. And what we're going to do is we're just going to uh, open, activate, spin, cleanse, and balance it. And we're bringing in Archangel Michael. So he wants you to take three breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth and relax as much as possible. And in those breaths, what you want to do is you want to breathe in new light and you want to release what no longer serves you. And... Um, and then open up your heart chakra. See if you can't feel it. Open, activate, spin, cleanse, and balance so that you can have 
the, some divine truth and to be in gratitude and recognize what is good in your life that, that you're manifesting. And now we're just open, activating, spin, cleanse, and balance. And, um, and now I'm stirring or rotating your chakra. And now just take one more big, big, big breath all the way down in your belly. Hold it for a second and then release all that has been not true and that is not true about things that people told you that you're going to discover that they're not your truth. And so it is, and so it is, and so it is. Okay, I'm going to go right on to the callers because I do have a lot of callers in the caller key. And the first one is going to be 203. Hey, Hi, 203. Hi, Hi. It's, Pat. it's Pat in Connecticut. Hi, Pat. How are you doing? Um, okay, this is all appropriate. I um, just wanted to check in, and I'm really stuck and very aware that I'm stuck. I do have COVID, and um, it huh? so much has happened so quickly. From literally, I I okay. I, <laughs> I got a job. I got a job in a lovely way. I was walking my dog. I was talking to this woman. We had a great conversation. Before I knew it, three days later, I was at her house for an interview. Everything was terrific. You know, it, it couldn't have been better than that, considering it was going to be a job. And uh, two days, let's see, interview. Next day, I'm working for her. And then um, I get a call two days later that she has thinks she has covid I got a call that evening. She does. Um, I know I don't need to be told that be angry about this, but I'm stuck on it. You know, I've lived in an apartment complex, an active community of almost 300 apartments for two years with COVID. I've, I've been out every day. I've been careful. I've taken my supplements and proudly not gotten COVID. I know pride goes before a fall. I'm so, I'm not so, but I'm angry that the husband evidently ignored the symptoms. They both got sick. I got this job. I was thrilled the money I made that day. What I've lost since of the other work, you know, my other jobs, I'm just, I can't get beyond my anger. Um. Can I tell you something, Pat? It's gonna—it's not Please. gonna be pleasant. You—you you won't feel good about it. But the anger that you have about something is just wasted energy. It doesn't help. It doesn't help you at all. It takes you off of what is Source trying to tell you? What is the Source is telling you the one thing? It, it tells you that. I'm with you no matter where you are. That's what source is. And if you're in source, then there's no fear 
And there doesn't need to be anger. What there needs to be is a resolution of of your health so that you can move forward. And if you're concentrating on what went wrong and where it went wrong and who did it wrong and how they did it wrong, and it's all outside yourself. You can hear all that's not inside yourself. So what is the illness telling you? I need to go inside myself to heal myself. Why did I allow myself to get this illness? And you say, you know, because it is affecting everybody all over the whole world. It's not something that we can escape. We're going to have some kind of uh, association with it. And the association then becomes, uh, how is this affecting my health physically and how do I move forward so that I return to my perfect health? And in that, there are answers. And in that is your path forward. But um, holding, and you don't want to become fearful of it. What you want to do is believe I'm protected by the love of God. Every one of us is. And I woke up today, and I'm here to understand that I'm going to heal myself, uh, and I'm going to do it with ease and grace, and I'm going to listen to what my truth is. And my truth says I need to do this in order to get over this period. And that, then it becomes a choice of choosing resources that are in your cognitive ability to create. And you can listen to yourself through meditation to get ideas that you can't think of yourself. Um, or you can re- reach out to a, a multiple of sources across you know, the world now because uh, it is worldwide on how you want to try to perceive to get through the um the illness do you understand that i do and um i know you, you know, do i know i know you do norm, i want to say go ahead i want i want to say that you know uh it's really easy to say and it's uh but I'm not living it, so I understand that. But I did live it. I went through COVID myself. The woman upstairs had three children, and they all got it. And I could have, you know, said, they shouldn't have touched the doorknobs, you know, into the apartment building. They shouldn't, uh, we should have been notified that they were isolating in the building above us. Uh, You know, there could have been a million things that we could have said. (laughs) But the... Instead, the process was how do I get through the illness in my best and easiest way? And, uh, and what is the illness trying to tell me? And I believe when you get an illness like that, it is don't be fearful. Do you either trust that God wants you here or do you not trust that God wants you here? Does God want you here? You're here. So I would you know, the statement is is if you're uh received COVID and you're in a hospital bed and you're on a ventilator, um, you're having those discussions except you're having them only mentally. You're healthy enough to um verbalize how do I move forward? Um and because uh, you don't want to get to a point of uh if you go into fear it will exacerbate the illness. It will exacerbate the possi- It will lessen your possibilities of options. It will make you feel like you're trapped. It will make you all 
your world to come crumbling in on you that you can't move or that you're trapped. But instead, embrace it and say, okay, this is an illness that is taken care of a number of different ways. I need to increase my immune system. I need to supplement myself with um, how you believe. And I don't, I'm not a medical doctor and I'm not um, advocating any medical uh, procedure because I have to know your whole history, what you've already done, all that stuff. And so that's why it can't just be done like in a, a second over the show here. But what you can do is you know your history. Okay, I've done this as a preventative maintenance. I've done this, and uh, this has helped me in the past. Uh, I personally only ever, even through COVID, took echinacea. It didn't mean that it went away right away. (laughs) And what I did was I said, okay, I am woke up. I'm to be walking. I'm to move. I'm to get fresh air. I'm to be in gratitude for what I can do today. And if it means only, uh, you know, I, mine, uh, uh, there was different manifestations in my household of COVID. My son had a completely different manifestation than I did. Mine was with extreme fever. Um, and, uh, and it turned out mine was during the coldest days that we had in the winter. So it was like minus something. <laughs> so so yeah i i i could have thought i can't go out it's too cold and i could have thought you know i've got to you know i can't even you know i'm sick i have a fever instead i embraced the coldness and said okay if it's this cold and i have this fever i'm going to wrap myself up warm i'm going out i need fresh air i can't keep breathing the same air i've put all this air into, you know, if you have illness, you're expelling illness to a degree. It might be microscopic, so opening a window could clear out a room. Uh, Another thing that I did the whole time was I um, did uh, white sage. I cleared energy every day with white sage because um, it not only does the white sage create a visual, it also helps you see it leave through the window. You know, it helps you see it escape and that there's a clearance so that you understand that you're not just reinfecting yourself and all of that. So it really is about taking a balanced step on your truth. And um, and I, I'm telling you, I'm not saying that it was easy to get through it because I, I did have a fever over 104, but I'm not the type of person ever to go to the hospital. And that's just my nature. I don't know why. I'm going to be one of those people that my son will, you know, have to have me taken by ambulance. <laughs> you know, because I just won't go. I, uh, I feel so many things about hospitalization and uh, the um, communicable, uh, bringing everybody communicably together. So, you know, it's uh, it really does become individual in your world. And that's what something big about today is about your world. You're your world. And I'm trying to give you mechanisms so that in your world you can make the next choice. And I think you know what it is, uh, but you keep focusing on the the, um, I, the I don't have anymore or I... Um, 
the cause of it. You, those aren't the right focuses. You have to focus on you. Go inward. What is this trying to tell me? What am I supposed to be doing? What kind of juices do I love and need? Um, I need to make myself some chicken soup, homemade chicken soups, one of your best. Um, it's one of the best cures ever. Um, uh, there's a whole bunch of things that you could do naturally. If you're seeking medical through uh, the medical field and that's what you trust, then that is the path that you have to trust. Um, And is that path faster? I don't know. It depends on if you believe it's faster. If you think, oh, this shot's going to work, it'll work. If you think this shot isn't going to be the one that works, I might need more, then you're setting yourself up for more shots or whatever. It's, you know, it really becomes you're the world and you have to honor your choices through choice. Do you understand? I do. And I think um, maybe one of the things that uh, unsettled me was, first of all, when I went, I had to get two tests because the first one came out negative, but I knew I was sick, so I went and got another one. And the the doctor said, you know, you're fine. Deal with this on your own. You don't need this medicine. And I said, tell me about the medicine. And she told me really frightening things. So I'm not one to do hospitals or medicine, so I was glad she said that. (laughs) Then she said, I can put in for this other thing, an infusion at the hospital. And I said, well, go ahead and put it in in case... but I wasn't planning on getting it. And then the doctor on call was saying, you know, why aren't you doing this? And you only got the J&J vaccination. The efficacy is is lousy compared to the others. And I said, well, what are the possibilities, you know, of this? And she said, death. You know, I just got so many strong opinions um, on the medicine was so negative. Don't don't do it. There's another whole aspect of the world out there. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Frank Speech TV or it's frankspeech.com. There's medical doctors on there. I, I think it's doctors across America or something that don't advocate taking shots, that advocate uh, ibuprofen or I don't know what the names of the drugs are, so please uh, don't. I'm just saying you have to educate yourself on what your truth is. I believe now they're um, uh, they're offering an over-the-counter pill that is pretty effective on um, the COVID. Uh, you have to follow through with it, though, and because I don't know because I went through a different process, and at the time that I was going through the process, there weren't available other treatments. So... But there are now, and there are over-the-counter treatments available in some states and in some places. So I don't know, but I know that on Frank Speech TV, I've watched these medical doctors uh, advocate for um, a pill rather than a shot and a supplement of zinc. I don't know if it works. It's Like I said, it's a, this is... We're in a place where misinformation is available to the masses. So you have to understand that it's your truth that's going to heal you. The only way you ever get healed from an illness is when you let go of the illness having – it serves you. When people get sick, 
The illness is giving you a reason. It's serving you, and until it doesn't serve you anymore, you can't release it. And to figure out how it's serving you, you have to really look within. You know, why did I get this illness? And I, um, because I talked to you before, Pat, I believe it's because you were so adamant that you weren't going to get it. But the truth is is that it's almost unavoidable. (laughs) And that it's okay that you got it. So I now you have it. So it's okay that you got it. So now how do I move forward? I got it. And I don't need to be afraid anymore. I have it. So now I have to figure out how do I move forward in getting myself back to optimal health. And I would, as an intuitive, I would advocate that frank speech process. I don't know what it is. If you look at it, I you know, if I was a big TV person, I could tell you a whole bunch of other things, but I'm not. I just feel like I know that there's, uh, when you listen to uh, source and energy about what you should be doing with your physical, you need to listen to more than one source. You can't do mainstream oh. because mainstream is has an agenda. <laughs> and even that, but other people, I don't know what their agenda is. But what you're trying to do is find your truth. And that's where uh, I think you need to open up to another possibility. I, and that's I thought, the only reason why I studied Yeah, I thought I, I, I was pretty comfortable with my own tooth and researching everything. And what this has shown me, I mean, I literally was getting worse and worse and went to the hospital today to get a treatment and I was really afraid if you don't believe this in your soul what are you doing to yourself Pat but um, I'm yeah I'm confused because um, um, I'm confused because it, it's I, it's turned honestly, everything up I, I feel like the doctors that are most honest to me are on Frank's speech I've listened to oh. uh, several of them I can't remember what their names are I have listened to a couple because, you know, everybody, this is a a world problem. And uh, some of the efficacies of the shots have been proven that they don't work to a degree. So I don't know, you know, they say that they work and they prevent you from having worse, but you already have it. So I don't know how much worse it can get if you already have it. So that's, uh, then it's, becomes to me a point of how do you make the correction you have it and then you want to uh, really go by the guidelines of what the current medical opinions are and you really have to find current is the the optimal and I do got to let you go on that and I'm sorry and I will uh, send you energy I'll I'll send you energy uh, after the show is over so just later when you think of it, just say, oh, you know, Reverend James is sending me healing energy and just All allow right. it to to bless you. And um, and I, I want you to open up to other possibilities of current information. That's the trick. And okay. I don't advocate any site scatter or Reddit or any of those things. I don't advocate any yeah. of those things. The reason why I told you that is I have heard some doctors that are, in my opinion, only credible doctors yeah. that are okay. have the background and the efficacy standard that we're looking for. So right. um, I'm going to leave you with that. Yep, namaste. Okay. 
And just stay on the line. I'm going to go through, uh, try to get to everybody. 509, you're on the air. Can I get your first Hi, name and where are you calling from? Hi. Yes, my name is Erica, and I'm calling from Washington State. Hi, Erica. How can I help you? Um, well, I had a question. Um, on Saturday night, I had a dream that um, I received a phone call from my grandpa who passed away in February. And that has never happened where I dream about him or anything. And I can't remember what he was saying in the dream. Um, I just forgot when I actually woke up. But I remember it being a very positive um, conversation. I think I was just excited to hear him, and it was really his voice. Like, um, I can hear his voice. And I just wanted to know if you pick up on anything. Like, I Googled, like, about that dream, and it said it could be, like, different things. It could just be, um, you know, like him showing forgiveness or showing a warning or showing, um, I don't know what the other one was. Um, I don't think it, yeah. okay, I'm not giving that the dream was uh, negative in nature. I, true, uh, I too feel like it was a positive uh, connection. And I do feel like it's a communication between your higher self and his higher self. And if you go into meditation, and I'm not saying for 20 or 30 minutes, try to meditate and still yourself within five minutes and try to calm yourself down and ask the question, um, what does this mean for me, this dream? And then you'll know what your true answer is. I feel like it's a, 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 a connection showing that, you know, when you actually share love and it's even if you share love for one minute there's a cord it's a it's like a thread it's a thread that connects you and even one minute of love never can be negated you can't cut that cord love is the only thing that consists consistently follows you into the next manifestation of your life so when you pass you're not going to bring all the ugliness you're only going to bring the moments of love that you experience and they can be moments uh, some people you know it can be just eyes meeting a moment of a connection that you can carry on because that might have been the agreement you had in your past life I will see you again and remember that I'm loved and in that you can look at somebody and think oh my gosh I got an overwhelming feeling of love and even though you never see that person again, still was a promise, thread, connection completed. And it still carries with you. You don't let it go. It doesn't get crushed or cut. So what I feel is your higher self is connecting with his higher self. There is love between you. Um, and you're trying to bring a resolution to that reality. And what you should do is allow it to come forward if it's in your best and highest interest for more understanding. So that's why you go into the meditation. I'm going to meditate to bring forward what, uh, you know, what this actually means for me. Uh, and if it's in my best and highest interest. And if it's not, you'll forget about it. You'll do it for a day and it won't matter. Um, you'll be like, oh, it was just a dream and let it go. But 
if you really want to know what it meant, you need to go in and ask your higher self, what did this mean? Why did I connect with him on such a good level? And why can't I remember what the whole uh, um, process was or situation? And the dream will reoccur. I had one dream about a house in North Carolina for, uh, I don't know, when I was a child for many years. And it reoccurred exactly the same way every single time. And I actually did live that dream, that actual moment, in a house in South Carolina, in with the same pictures up the wall of the staircase, with the same plane uh, building a house of cards. So uh, that's what you're experiencing. You ex- connected on a level of love, and in that you can find the truth of what that means to you by uh, allowing it and going deeper. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, when you when that lady previously was talking about COVID, I feel like I also got COVID um, last year in October. And ever since then, I just feel like my memory, my memory isn't the same. Like I can forget things very easily. And of so course, we all forget dreams if we don't write them down right away. Or for me, it's just gotten worse where I, like my memory, my okay. short-term memory, it's just bad. So <laughs> and I blame it on COVID. Mm-hmm. Cancel that. Can you say the ABCs? Can you say ABC? Can you say the ABCs? The alphabet. All of it They're, in my mind. Yeah, out loud okay. or in your mind. You know it, right? You know every one of those, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm so there's about nothing like, like. I know. Okay. I'm I, I'm just showing you. You're capable of remembering whatever you want if you choose that it has importance. The reason why you're not remembering things is they no longer have value for you. Memory is based on importance. And that's how the filing system works. So when it becomes important to you, then you remember, oh, my gosh, I remember that. Oh, from 15 years ago, you can remember a single day and the moment uh, when Mm -hmm. it becomes important to you. Uh, The telling of yourself, I'm not having a good short-term memory anymore, is perpetuating the situation. It's saying, I'm not having it. What you need to do is say, wow, I'm I'm really um, slacking with uh, paying attention, and so I'm going to start doing exercises to see if I'm really having a problem with paying attention. And I know that, or I don't know, a key is telling me that if you do that, you'll realize that you have no problem with paying attention, uh, that you're just uh-huh. letting what doesn't really have value for you go. And uh, once you realize that, because uh, it's a story that you've started to tell yourself about your retentive ability, and that's not true. It's not a true story. Uh, at least I'm getting it's not a oh, true okay. story. Listen, okay, it, it might it might be true, but that's why I said you need to uh, do the investigation. Uh, I'm intuitively telling you I don't think that's the case, and you need to cancel that thought, and okay. you need to actually step into a process to prove to yourself that that's not happening. And that way you trust me, you trust your truth, which is the strongest and most brilliant way to make sure you know the truth. It's not, And 
I feel like if you just do some of those little exercises, you know, like um, my Jean or something like that, uh, play my Jean, and you'll see that you'll be able to remember those those places of the the um, pieces uh, with ease and grace and better than you think that you can do, and you can do it mm-hmm. faster. And if you do it more often, you'll be even better. And and it doesn't have to be that game, but you know that kind of where you test yourself. Um, because uh, yeah. I think that and, you go ahead. Um, I was just gonna say, um, and then earlier in, in when you first opened up the show, we were talking about manifesting, and I remember watching a show. Uh, just it was randomly um, where a lady was being interviewed because she won like the lottery, like a jackpot or whatever. And they asked her, how do you do it? And she was like, I just manifested it. I knew um, deep down I said I wanted to win this kind of money, and I firmly believed it, and that's how it happened. So I think you do have a point there as well. Yes. If you can feel it in your heart as your truth and know that it's your truth, and don't, it's the same thing about God. If you know God is the supplier of everything, guess what? everything's a possibility everything god is the supplier of everything tell me anything that isn't of god and i'll i'll be surprised i mean even evil is the yang or the yang of the yin and yang there mm-hmm. has to be manifestations of uh, both sides in order to for the sword to manifest everything do you get that mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Okay. Okay, I got to let you run that. Yeah. Okay, I hope it helps. Uh, Think about it (laughs) because it's a lot. It's a lot to absorb. Okay, namaste. Okay, I'm going on to 917. Hi, 917. You're on the air. Could I get your first name and where are you calling from? Oh, sure, yes. My name, uh, first name is Tim, and I'm calling from New York. Hi, Tim. How can I help you today? Uh, well, everything you talked about in the beginning is, I, I guess, where I am as far as uh, um, being the source and bringing some abundance in. Uh, so I just kind of asking for uh, any meditation tips. I'm kind of, not kind of, I've been sitting down trying to breathe, doing a little mantra, envisioning some uh, light coming in the crown chakra and then just going down through the chakras, through my feet, and uh, visualizing them going down to the center of the earth like a cord to try to ground uh, any tips, per se, or advice would be greatly um, appreciated. Sure. So um, what I think what you're, what's really powerful about what you're doing is that you're doing it all correct. It's all just, <laughs> they're just saying that uh, you just got to let go that it's anything but the truth. And that's where your glitch is, is in the faith of the truth. Um, because you're doing it all correct. And uh, are you visualizing the light? Can you actually see the light when you're bringing it through your crown chakra? Yes, I'm visualizing the light almost okay. like a, a little mini sun yep. just going there. So are you seeing color yet or no? I'm trying no, to I'm see anything yet. Okay. I'm not saying anything yet. Try going. I don't want to. Okay. What I want you to do is uh, I want you to go up to the 12th chakra. There's actually uh, the main chakras in the body, but energetically, the connection to the oneness 
or the Christ consciousness is in the 12th chakra. So start pulling light from the 12th chakra down. And they're energetically, I say they're uh, six to eight foot apart above your head, each one. So, and I, my understanding when I did it was I went to 22, the the 22nd chakra, which is in God present consciousness. Um, and I didn't see God, but I felt the divinity of love and only saw light. Um, I, and when I do a lot of uh, um, uh, channeling and stuff like that, it comes from the 12th chakra. And it comes down, and that is where your uh, uh, Christ consciousness is. Uh, and it, as far as I know, and as far as the key tells me, that's where he's coming from, through my 12th chakra too. So uh, try pulling from there and clearing it. Clear your 12th and always open, activate, spin, cleanse, and balance. And then, do, you know, open, do that to all of your chakras and then start pulling light from the 12th. Okay? Do you understand that? Okay. I think I do. So I thought like there's uh, seven or eight in the body. Because I was told there was like a, a causal or casual there's, chakra above me. Yeah, those are so, your main you body chakras. But there's an energetic okay. chakra right B. It's called the ground star. There's your soul uh, chakra, which is your eighth chakra. And then 9th, 10th, and 11th are chakras that hold energy. Usually, uh, uh, it's, if it's not cleared, it's distorted energy. But it's energy and can be seen. Like some people have a hard time pulling the light from the 12th. And it's because there's need to be cleared in the 11th. Something from a past life. Something from, uh, or the 10th, you know. And it could be from a health thing. And the 9th, you know, so... Um, you do have to clear them all. And then uh, I think your visualization will be stronger. The other thing is uh, when you do your third eye chakra, make sure that you go in, make sure the well of dreams is connected, and make sure that your lenses of your third eye are clear. So um, you want to make – and if you went to – I think it was the last show. uh, I don't – I'm – I can't remember exactly. Uh, the um, there is a clearing for your third eye, and connecting okay. the well of dreams, and connecting the well of dreams. So that's a, uh, um, huge on bringing intuitive stuff forward. But I think you're not pulling from far enough up. You have to go okay. up just a little bit higher for what you're Which trying to like experience. above the body. Um. It's not about the height. It's just about oh. the essence of knowing that, you know, it, it's, yeah, it's not really about the height. And the reason why I say is that they're not one inch apart. <laughs> they're, okay. it's because it's, you, you have to think you're bringing in from another dimension. So it's, okay. these are dimensional pulling. So it's, and that's why uh, okay. I think they give that space variation so that you know that you're pulling. Or in that pulling, you're allowing it to come forward, but it does feel like pulling to me. Or, you know, you as you pull it down or bring it down, you're, you, it doesn't have to feel like pulling. You can see it coming down. You can visualize the color that you're bringing forward. And you'll be surprised at the different colors that will come 
because they do come in different colors, especially in your moods of meditation. Okay. Do you understand that? Okay. I understand. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Awesome. I, I'm interested in hearing how it goes. Uh, so uh, stay in touch. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Namaste. Um, I'm going to go on to uh, 111. Hi, 111. You're on the air. Uh, could you give me your first name and where you're calling from? Melissa from uh, NM. Um, what an interesting topic right there. Your Hi. compassion for humankind. And glad we're back on Monday uh, or, or any any day to help humankind. It's, it's a great day. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you. How can I help you today? Yeah, I have a question, please. Um, so I did, uh, I don't want to go into too much detail. I did the method on the freeze, and I'd like to know, uh, is it working? Is, is, what do you see the status? Is it working? Like, it's working. Absolutely, I get yes on that. So okay. don't try to don't try to see the result. Just allow it to be the result. Okay. Don't try to put any value, but it's done. Do you get that? Thank, thank you. Done. That is marvelous. It's done, done. and done. I do believe it's uh, done correctly. Okay. That's what I'm getting. Yeah. Uh, I and so don't be so. Uh, what I feel like is you're looking, looking, looking. Don't, stop looking. Just know it's done. Okay? I, you have to stop looking because that's saying I don't believe it. That's saying I need to see it. That's saying a whole bunch of different things. You've already done a technique to have a manifestation complete, and that has taken place. Um, uh, whether you see it or believe it and all of that, uh, um, just is other aspects of it. Um, and so you can negate what you've done. Uh, so that's why you need to just be in the know of I've done this uh, process and it's complete. And in its completion, I am free or I release anything attached to it. And by doing that, then you're done. You don't have to hit think about it anymore. You don't have to guess anymore. You don't have to question it. You don't have to see the person um, or anything related to it. Just be done and let it go. And in that, later, when you're not thinking about it, later when you it's completely off the, your radar, something will show that it, it worked. Something will. You don't need to know when. It could be five months from now. It could be ten months from now. It could be five years from now. Um, it's in God's timing. But the process is complete for you, so you don't need to be stuck, and you don't need to think about it anymore, and you can release it. It's gone. It's done. It's over. Do you get that? Yeah, that, that is marvelous. It's done. It's over. God done. Uh, real quickly, when I heard the mention, um, so I like I, I think like I I think I know you from that dimension and I think the person that I've been talking with I think I've been in another dimension. I want to know if you are able to tell me that. I because think I you like do. Yeah, I think you work dimensionally. I think you work. Uh, I, I think you work on a, at a couple of different levels of connection. I think you have a super, super, super strong elemental or uh, connection with the elemental. That is, you know, um, 
that's different kinds of angels. It's different kinds of fairies. It's different kinds of uh, animals. It's, uh, it's, uh, I mean, there's a whole uh, section of reality that you connect with that other people, I think, don't even perceive. I really feel like you have that much of a connection with the animal or the elemental um, nature. The um, so when you feel, when do you feel vitalized or revitalized or super happy or connected with love? Those are going to point you to where your energy is, and I think if you look around, you can be in love in moments at just seeing an animal or just seeing nature or and then uh, i think in your uh meditative states you are to the fairies and the um not i guess fairies or gnomes or um i don't think they're uh, I, i'm not getting that they're fairies there's something else um but they fly <laughs> they're like fairies um, so like, and so what makes me think is like cherubs are not, they are angels, but they're not, um, they're not really angels, uh, but they have angelic quality. So, um, that's the kind of, I think you connect to all different, different kinds of levels, including archangels. Uh, I think you bring in the archangels too, but I think your happiness or your vibration Pulling is to the elemental, nature, uh, animals, uh, and the earth. Do you understand that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I do think you're doing on on more than one level. I think sometimes you pay attention, uh, uh, like, um, like sometimes I feel like you connect with Archangel Michael and you really connect. Um, But I think, he doesn't bring you that life uh, vitality. The rest of it does. The around you, the uh, animals, the nature, the earth. And when we're speaking of that, um, do do you see like I have promotion where I get to work with animals? Does she get? Yeah, bring it forward. It feels wonderful. Yes, I felt like that. Yes, is to that answer. One, one, one last question. Uh, at my work, they told, they said that they checked me. Uh, they, 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 they were identified that I'm not normal. Okay, can you tell me who checked me, or what? How, how they figure that out? I don't show anything. Uh, I'm not really. Uh. I'm not really sure what you're saying. Who who checked you? No, Did you at do work. A, a, at, at work, my personality. They had me uh, check uh, my personality that I'm a different type of person. Yes, you're unique in your whole abilities and everything. Why that? What shouldn't surprise you? That's interesting. No one Everything. is the same as anyone else. Every single person is. There's not one person that's like another person. Even twins are different. There, uh, I don't know about now the way that they genetically can make a twin exactly, but I imagine they they still have their own 
genetic personality. But I don't know for sure. Um, uh, None of us, you're not like any other person because there's only one of you. And you're not like me and I'm not like you. Can you do things that are similar to me? Sure. You can connect with archangels. I can too. Uh, You are uh, a hold a kindness in your heart that's different than regular people. Most people, uh, and I'm not going to say most people, are uh, a lot of people are not awakened to even knowing what their uh, heart essence or truth of love is. And I'm not saying a love for another person. That's an outside. You have to know your inner truth. You have to know your inner love. You have to know your inner uh, strength. And you have to have that faith and gratitude in the truth. And you do. You carry all of that. You, I think what's happening with you is that you stumble to try to make it fit into something. Don't. You're not supposed to be fit in. You are to be growing or expanding or enlarging or becoming more. We're ever expanding. The highest levels of mastery, what are they? Perfect harmony, unshakable happiness, uh, unlimited abundance. And then you realize that, you know, unlimited abundance doesn't mean money. It's not. Unlimited abundance is way more than money. It's actual people loving you. It's actual abundance, the real things that bring truth to being a human being. But it all comes through growth, and you have to do all of this stuff to get there. So look at your life. Is it harmonious? Where is is it not harmonious? That's where your growth is because you're going to work through it, because you're going to grow from it, because you're going to take the discord, not allow it to affect your harmony, but you're going to face it so that it can be no longer in your essence so that you can have better so you're just moving forward and i think and i think you know all of that to to a degree and i hope that helps i do have to let you go though i do have a couple more callers thank you so much for your time that's marvelous you helped me a lot okay namaste yeah listen back to it melissa i think you'll hear a lot okay namaste um i'm gonna go on to five two zero Oh, Reverend Jay. Oh, hello. Is, this, is this it Lisa, is Lisa in Arizona? Arizona, thank you, thank you. Hi, Lisa. How can I help you? you? God, I always love listening. Okay, so a woman um, <clears throat> started reaching out to me. I joined a group since relocating, and uh, she's very nice, and we started sharing a lot of stuff, and you know talk, conversation. And then recently, it's been a couple of months or so, and she felt, she kept inviting herself. She said, next time you go to such and such place, I want to go with you. And I explained, well, I can't, at this time, when things settle down, I'll I'll be able to take you along. So recently, what she has started doing is um, telling me in detail where she's invited to, um, case in point, she was invited to a blues festival, and she knows I'm trying to meet people, and I've said that, you know, ever so gently. And she's invited to a blues festival, you know, it was this past weekend, and um, then uh, we we're in the same group. So we were in that group on Zoom, and she was inviting people around me. 
She never invited me. And finally I said to her, how do I explore uh, going to that group, uh, that event? And she, she gave me the website. And then I discovered it's a small, it was like 30 people. And I thought, oh, I better not go. I don't want to feel like I'm intruding on her. Was she playing a power control game? I'm very confused by her, yeah. what was going on. Some, she registers as a need to be uh, at the top. I don't know. How, I think you understand that. I just want to say it just yeah. like that. Okay, it's not okay. that she's a bad person or anything. She's a little bit in the control thing of uh, needing to feel about herself. And if you look at it that way, then you understand exactly what she was doing. And it's kind of just what you said. She asked everybody around you but you. But she did want you to uh, participate because she uh, had talked to you before about participating and you've been unavailable due to circumstances beyond your control, basically. And so, yeah, I feel like she just is somebody who uh, needs to feel like she facilitated or she's the top and everyone, uh, you know, when in truth, she's, she's lacking the ability to be invited. I don't know why it's saying that, but um, so I guess that's it, that she wants to be invited. Well, I think that's where it's coming from. You know, I, I, at least that's what Aki's telling me. So I, you have to look at it that way. I don't know what that feels like to you, but um, uh, even though she may be the inviter and uh, trying to manipulate all around and everything, uh, the, I think it comes from a different area. So do you get that? Yeah, and I was trusting her because we're part of a group that is a self-growth group, and I was doing a lot of the God's serenity prayer over the weekend. It hurt me deeply. I felt rejected. Uh, and then I, I thought I needed to process that. Let, I thought let, I needed let, to process this. Maybe I gave her too much credit for being a self-growth, you know, realized awareness. Okay, I'm not going to put her in the column of being an evil person, no. But I will I don't think uh, so. reassess. Yeah, it's not that. I think we all, every person that you meet has an aspect of what you need to know. You know, it doesn't mean that anybody's the end all. No one is. Um, And that, when you say that you put this on her, what you did was you took off of yourself. You're putting something on another person. So instead of judging her or thinking anything about her, what you have to say is, what is my truth? And my truth yeah, says, exactly. what yeah, she I says want is, yeah, what she says is smart. Is she the end all? No. Every, I no, believe, I and uh, what a key tells me is uh, the best teacher, the student always surpasses the teacher. Always. And he said, I'll yeah, never yeah. be the number one. I'll never be, uh, you know, no, like Yushi Reiki. And, and, um, you know, when I took Reiki, became a Reiki master teacher and stuff, I thought, okay, I'm a master teacher in that. And then the worst thing happened that I could possibly think of is 
I got downloaded with three symbols, Reiki symbols. And he says, these are the symbols that, that are of Reiki that weren't taught to me. And I was like, okay, I'm going to change all of Reiki. You know, he put that on me. And because I got three symbols that I'm supposed to teach to Reiki teachers that aren't part of the program, the original program. And how do you go from there? Like I'm, you know, uh, it, all of a sudden it elevated me to think to the point where I think I received a message more than all the Reiki teachers. <laughs> you know, it's it's an absurd yeah, it's thing. The most fundamental person would understand what they were doing when they mention in detail, and you've already said, I want to meet people. I'm really into meeting people. I'm yeah. new, and she knew yeah. I was new. And then a six-year-old would say, oh, well, why don't you come too? And I was just very hurt. And I thought, I need time to process this, step back and process what happened. I'm not evilizing exactly. her at all. There are no, there are no uh, leaders. You're the leader of your movement. Yeah, so yeah for sure. But there are people of knowledge. And that's what you always have to think. This person has this perspective. And that knowledge is beneficial to me right now, and I'm going to utilize it in the future to um, have a difference or make a difference or to be a difference. And if you do that with every single person you meet, because every single person has a reason why they're in your life. It's either from past lives that you made an agreement that you're going to meet and, you know, you're going to get a revelation or something like that, Um, you know, so it's important to never negate the person that you meet. Like no, there's a, right. Well, on, weirdly enough, on YouTube, which I don't do a lot of, uh, a site came up and it's She's in the Woods is the name of the site uh, on YouTube. And it's this woman who is a little bit on the strange side, I would say, She's a naturalist or a naturist or uh, that kind of person, and she makes her own textures, and she um, identifies, um, you know, flowers or plants that are edible in the forest and stuff like that. So uh, the reason why I tell you that is because if I would have saw her picture, I probably wouldn't have (laughs) looked at the site (laughs) because I would have made a judgment. Like, I don't really follow... um, uh, you know, yeah. people with dread, you know, uh, not yeah. that they're not intelligent. And what was crazy is she's super intelligent and then she's beyond her looks. And the reason why yeah. I was brought to the site was to just exactly that. I had to identify, you know, um, that I shouldn't be judging with my eyes. I need to be judging with my truth. And that's what you did. You judged with your truth. So you caught it. You caught it and you realized that, you know, this person has a pettiness to them that is not nice or that doesn't resonate with a true true leader. Yeah, I was blindsided. And I wasn't looking at her as a leader. I, we, no. were co, we were co, you know, yeah. not even co, we were just having conversations. That's it. And she was, you know, it's okay. I just got hurt and I got blindsided I'm, uh, and it's okay. I'll, listen. People tell me that I, you know, we're all flawed. And if I was the perfect person, 
um, then I don't know what a perfect person would be. All I can do is, uh, and everybody, all that you can do is just be your best at all times. And what you did is you're better than her in that you can recognize that what she did wasn't ethically, uh, uh, you know, a nice thing. And that puts her in a different light for you. And that's okay because maybe you were looking at her as too much, you know, and that's why you were brought Mm -hmm. to that reality. You know, she is great in her ways. And I can tell you that our, there are people that think she's the cat's meow. Um, but I also feel like there's a, a disconnect that she has that makes her unavailable. So even though no. she has and can be all this, she has a, a, a lack of I am worthy because people yeah. that uh, see God as all are not, they don't see themselves as lacking. I don't feel like I lack anything. I know, I don't lack food. I don't lack money. I don't lack anything. I don't lack health. No. Sometimes I don't no. feel good. Sometimes I can't, you know, arthritis is in my hands. And, some. you know, I'm not saying, that doesn't make me lack. What it does is it tells me that I need to pay attention to my body to supplement myself so that I'm not hurting you know, yeah. uh, with um, some turmeric or um, some star anise. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was even, you know, she kept inviting herself when I said, oh, I have to go to this five-and-a-half-hour trip. I have business. We were in the courses of conversations exchange. She just kept saying, take me with you, take me with you. And I explained, as I already said, and I thought, I can't believe she's doing appropriate that. Time. Right, they weren't the appropriate time. So it's not that you weren't considering it, it just wasn't the appropriate time. And like I said, there is an element of her that doesn't allow her to be uh, available. So uh, yeah. that's why yeah. those times happened at that's those okay. times, you yeah, know? that's all right. Mm. You know, it's okay. I just mm. processed it and put her, you know. Yeah, don't be hard on yourself. I think it's wonderful because you want to know what? You told the truth to yourself. That's the power. That's the awakening. But what you did was you integrated it as a a sadness or a disappointment. What you should have said was... I was trying not to. I was trying not to. I was trying to just get balanced and grounded on it. Right. So cancel that it means anything but that you're uh, more awakened than anybody that you know because as you start to trust your truth you'll realize that what you say is actually true you'll see it happen that's why as above so below as within so without so um, you know once you start realizing how precious you are then people will be attracted to you. People and people are attracted to you, and you. But they're attracted because of uh, outside perception, not because of the true essence of your truth. And that's what you're actually bringing out, because you really are like this remarkable, true, loving person. And that essence is um, clouded sometimes by visualization of you. So yeah. I think you. Uh, I want you to take to yourself uh, a, a 
a step back in every situation and say, how do I be the most I can be here? And understand yeah. that yeah. You know, that is what brings forth the um, everything that you're looking for. And it's not so focused. When you focus on how I'm, it, it really was not of in any importance of you being invited by her. What was important yeah. is that you recognize that you're looking for a different activity. And that yeah. activity needs to resonate in your heart. And when that, yeah. then you're in the place where I'm going to go do this and it's the fun. And from that, you're yeah. not necessarily, you learn from fun, but you also have the fun. So, And I've um, already, I've been on that journey, right? Within the few hours I've been calling and, and, and I've got one act, one, you know, teaching parenting classes and, you know, sign up for that. And the other thing is doing another thing. And so I, I, I was thinking about that too. I thought, you know, I'm just looking for to engage socially, and and so I, I took more stuff on. You're right about that, and I do appreciate people, and I don't appreciate the surface so much as what their inner stuff is. And when I share right. that with someone else, they'll say, "Oh, okay," because the person might be toothless. The truth. But when they offer such wisdom in what they're doing with their life, yeah. oh, my gosh, I admire the them the so woods. greatly. That lady in the woods taught me how to make a texture. I want to do it. I'm going to do yeah. it. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, not, I don't have great knowledge on textures. Or um, What she taught me how to do was make an electrolyte drink. You know, and that's something that I really actually wanted to do it. And you can do it with cherry uh, concentrate. And um, I don't remember off the top of my head, but um, I bookmaster so I can make that cherry. I looked up the cherry concentrate and put it in my basket. I didn't buy it um, because I put stuff in my basket to uh, when it's appropriate for me to purchase, make purchases of what I'm interested in, then it's in the basket, and I just go look, and I, I, then I can order it when it's appropriate. Like I put honey in my basket a while ago, and um, and I kept going to get the honey, but I kept saying I had to pay a shipping fee, and it's local. And so I finally called them, and they said, oh, don't worry, just put on their uh, local delivery and we'll send you back the money, and that's exactly what they did. You know, and I finally got my honey, but, you know, I kept thinking it wasn't appropriate time for me to have the honey because I couldn't get it, even though I knew where to get it and everything. Do you get that? Oh, absolutely. I sure do, you know, yeah, for sure. Okay, so I think that's where you are. Put the things that you truly want in a basket and allow them to come forward uh, uh, in your best and highest interest, in God's perfect timing, that you'll find inspiration and true growth. You know, because uh, I think you're so much fun. And you know what's weird, and I know this is going to be really bad for you, uh, is I feel, I don't even know why I'm going to say this, but um, I want you to feel what it would take to be a stripper. Because it is total vulnerability in strength. 
So, uh, and that's a really hard concept to even come to terms with, but that's what I feel like uh, you need to come to I'm going to tell you about my dream before waking up. I had a dream I was in the church, and I was with a priest, and I was telling him, instead of me paying all this money to you, I'm going to take a section of the pew, and I'm going to scrub it down. And I, one thing is I hate house cleaning. The other thing, I, I would never be talking to a priest unless it were, I mean, I have friends <laughs> that are priests, but, I, right. I, you know, unless it were an overall vision and mission to save a lot of people or help. And, and I just, I thought, man, I'm going to have to figure out that dream. That was so, that was so, it was different. <laughs> It's the truth. You know that giving the money doesn't do the job. The job gets done when you actually do the work. And that's what you've been doing for months and months now is the work. And it has not been. It's been actually easier than uh, in some ways and hard in other ways that you felt, you know, were tumultuous. But you've learned. You do. You keep learning from each thing. So, and the only thing you're guaranteed is change. So you're yeah. doing it right. The message is even coming through for you. It's You could put a million dollars into helping something, but if it's going to only to pay the management, it's not helping anyone. You know, yeah. so it's, it's saying, you know, the work is the truth. And in the truth, you're, you know, that is the truth. That is owning the truth. That is living the truth. That is experiencing the truth and having the truth and uh, um, completing the truth. So I, yeah. I feel like yay for you. And I, I know it's uh, don't you. Um, what you did, I think, with the that person is you put um, what what was the word that was at the beginning of the show today? Please, you put. Um, affect Everything in one. You, oh. it, instead of staying from source. Yeah, you put an effect like that person and that she's the <laughs> effect. But really the source is, oh, I recognize from my own source that this person also has another side. <laughs> you know? <Yeah>. And so... <laughs> and because you, <laughs> so when you... So when you had put her uh, the effect on her um, as source because what you did was you made her source like I'm going to get something from this but no you're only going to get from within uh, she is just an effect and then you realize oh my gosh she is just an effect look at uh, her manipulative ability or games so uh, and you don't have to judge it you know, and you don't don't no, even have to say no. it. And I could have no. just ignored her, all her, her requests to go with me. I could have just kept talking and bring it up. Oh, I had to go down there and just ignore it. No, I explained to her where I right. thought common courtesy and six-year-old would explain, you know, you're invited to, right. or I can't invite you, you know. So right. I thought, what? Exactly. what? What's yeah. going on here? Uh, you knew, you knew, and I love that you're getting clarity in your own truth all the time, and that is what you're getting, and you know you. that. You're, some of it has been um, sucked, but that part made you stronger. That part 
made you smarter. That part made you appreciate and be in gratitude that you're not going to do that again <laughs> or have that experience. No, I do have never, no. Okay. Thank you, Reverend so, James. I'll continue yeah. listening. Okay, very good. Namaste. Thank you. Uh, thank you for calling. Okay, and I'm going on to 610. Hi, Hello. 610. Hi, could I get your first name and where are you calling from? Yes, this is Tonetta calling from Philadelphia, PA. Hi, Tonetta. I haven't talked to you in a very long time. How are you doing? Um, well, I'm going through some struggles right now, but um, I have a question here. Um, I, okay, me and Christine, my other half partner yeah. here, um, we had a phone out in February. She is a Taurus. Her birthday's May the 7th. She is very hot-headed. She's been through a lot in life. She's a bit older than me, so I think she kind of feels like, you know, I'm the kid and she's the uh, parent or what have you. But anyways, we had a phone out in in the middle of February. She lives right across the parking lot from me, so I see her every day. And she, I tried to apologize, reconcile, tried to extend the olive branch, the tree branch, help her. She had COVID. I dropped over-the-counter medicine off at her door. But she's not budging, and she's real stubborn. She's done this before. And so I'm wondering when is she going to soften up here and, you know, want to talk and apologize and say, listen, let's go forward here. Let's, you know, the, the, the relationship is more important than the falling out or me being right or her being right or whoever's right or wrong or whatever. So, Tanetta, I don't think you're asking the right question. It's not when. It's the question is why. Why do we have these experiences more than one time? Because um, this feels like a, 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 a continuation of many of the same experiences that you've gone through over a long time, I feel like. It's mm-hmm. been going on a long, long time. Uh, uh, <laughs> is that true? Um, yes, you could say so, yes. Okay. So, so the question isn't when, it's why. And um, so why do I, I would ask myself, why do I continue to have this experience and how do I move forward so that that experience doesn't happen again because I'm not finding mm-hmm. it uh, in my best and highest interest. And, right. Because uh, it's not in your best and highest interest. Your best and highest interest right. is, to have, is to have harmony, unshakable happiness, abundance, and being right. gratitude for the treasures that you're gifted. So right. what you want to, where your growth is or where you're supposed to be going is to try to circumvent a repeating. Because what happens is they keep showing you the same thing until you get it, that this isn't in my best and highest interest. I don't want to go through this again. I don't want mm-hmm. to have this experience again. Why it, Why is it happening? And why right. uh, is it because of me? And I can tell you, honestly, always with the relationship, it's always both people. It's never right. one person. It's a relationship. 
There's two right. people. So first off, you have to own you're part of the problem. You are part of the continuous problem because you're experiencing it more than once. Mm-hmm. And so what does that say? Why did it? Okay, so then make a list of the last seven times it's happened to you. Why did it happen here? Uh, what was the situation that caused it? What was mm-hmm. the outcome? How did I resolve it? How did I move through it? How did I get over it? Because it's trauma every single time. You're going trauma. Mm-hmm. Then you get over it. And then it's trauma. And then you get over it. Then it's trauma. So mm-hmm. who's the person that you're with? What are they all about? Because this is the truth. Are they? Do they go from trauma to trauma to trauma? Are they only happy for a short period of time and can't actually have a, a uh, mm-hmm. ongoing happiness or a relationship that is respectful for both, that honors each right. other, that compliments each other, that uh, blesses each other, that looks out for each other. So um, all of that, it gets really complicated when you start really looking at the nitty-gritty of everything, but you have to start mm-hmm. exploring why it keeps happening to you and how that it isn't in your best and highest interest anymore because you're at a place where you're questioning your um, relationship again with anyone. Right. uh, And you can't move on until you finish the one that you've completed. And you haven't completed. I don't feel like you've completed the one that you have. um, No. Been going through. I think what you're doing is you're learning a process to understand yourself. And you're learning a process in in your communication, mm-hmm. because um, with a relationship, the, the and this is very hard for people to understand, especially people that get married and stuff, is the only thing that can go in a wrong, wrong in a relationship is an inability to compromise, and right. that is it. That's the only thing that can go wrong in a, a real relationship. You won't right. compromise. That means that right. I'm not going to compromise. I've drawn a line. There is no right. going past it. And when you mm-hmm. draw a line, there is finality in it. So if you're making a line, it's uh, and when I was raising children, they said, don't ever. They said, choose your fights carefully because you don't want to be in fights you can't win. And where a child right. wins over you. You know, a child can win over a parent, win against a parent mm-hmm. if a parent isn't paying attention to that they're the parent. So you're right. a smart and intelligent person. You're capable of loving. You're capable of giving. And you want a mutually respectable relationship that honors you. And so you have to get into the communication, why am I not being honored? Why does she feel like I can't be respected in this area? And then you can have a communication about it. You know, Mm -hmm. I was thinking about why we, uh, you know, fought last time, and I realize it's part of our communication that we don't do well, and I want to try to get beyond that. Right. Her whole thing is, her whole thing is, you can't push her. She has to come to me because I've tried to do this before and reconcile with her, but until she's ready. And and whatever with her Taurus the bull attitude, nothing's okay, moving. So until okay, that's a story that you're telling yourself, Tonetta. That's a story. Well, that's what she's done in the past. 
then so rewrite the story. I'm not going to do that ever again. She's not the right person for me. I'm moving on. That story ends and a new beginning has just started. And so what's your possibilities since you're already capable of having a relationship? Mm-hmm. You know you are. You know that you're capable of being kind and courteous and a, a, a mm-hmm. compliment to another person. You know that right. you have interest in having, uh, you know, quality and uh, um, beautiful, ex- harmonious experiences of happiness with someone. So why would right. you keep putting your effort back into the same basket when you get uh, the wrong result? If someone is unwilling to compromise to the point where they've drawn a line, it's over, then you need to say, okay, this doesn't work for me. It is over. And make the choice for yourself. If you're still wanting to reignite the, a situation that has in multiple times not worked, you can do that. But you have to come with a way of correcting the wrong that you've been experiencing. And so you have to understand why the wrong is happening. And the wrong is happening because you're not communicating correctly and you're not com- compromising uh, um, to the point that it's mutual compromise. It's compromise mm-hmm. is never an individual thing. It's a mutual. You have to. We do have to give in to sometimes because sometimes, like mm-hmm. I hate washing dishes. You know, I gotta buy a dishwasher or the dishes aren't getting done. It's as simple as that. The compromise is, I gotta buy a dishwasher no matter what the cost of it is, and it has to be installed. You know, that resolves the situation, and then there's no more the problem. But what you're talking mm-hmm. about is a repeated thing where she's drawn the line and now you ha- either have to compromise, let her do her own thing and leave her alone, or you don't have a relationship. And that's not fair to you. And how many times are you going to do that until it's not fair to you where you're, not, where you're going to draw a line and say, you know, you've done this to me 18 times. I'm drawing a line. This is it. We're over. And I would go find a new girlfriend. I would find Mm -hmm. somebody who wants to be with you. I'd find somebody who wants to kiss you. I'd find somebody who wants to hold your hand. I'd find somebody who wants to go out and be with you in public. I'd find somebody who wants to walk down the street holding your hand in uh, in same outfits that are twinsies or matching things. You know, the things that make you feel valuable. And you want to do that with somebody, so why would you keep trying to do it with somebody who doesn't want to do it with you? You have to start making sense of what's going on and why it keeps repeating. And it keeps repeating because of yourself. You're not saying, I'm worthy of a perfect relationship. I'm worthy of a relationship that honors me in every aspect, that honors Mm -hmm. me sexually, that honors me physically, that honors me socially, that honors me spiritually, that honors me, uh, um, you know, mentally. And when you do that, it's hot. it's not like it's great to say I've drawn the line we're over, but it's right. done. It is sometimes better to have drawn the line and be free and actually find somebody that really will honor you, because mm-hmm. you are capable of that. You are capable of you're worthy of that. Why would mm-hmm. you? I I understand. I guess because we what? talked about marriage, we talked about moving in together. She gave me a ring. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot involved. What's, here. The, 
Yes, but uh, what good is it if there's a line drawn and you can't breathe? It's no good. Well, or if you're underwater and you can't come up and they're holding your hand on the top of your head. You're drowning. You're drowning is what's happening. And whether uh, 90% of it is pretty, you're still drowning. You're drowning. And until you're not drowning, mm-hmm. until you can meet on equal land or territory or where the compromise is equal, then mm-hmm. there is no movement forward. It's just a repeat of the same hashing. It will go mm-hmm. to the point of escalation, and then there will be a tantrum, and the tantrum continues. And then you're out holding right. yourself. Right, that's, what, that's what it's called. She has these tantrums. When yes. things don't go her way. Yes. And you need to, oh. she needs to And she's 50. She's 50. She's 54 so. years old having a tantrum. Yes. Everybody throws tantrums. It's oh. just like me and the dishwasher. Well, I don't want to wash dishes or I'm going to throw a tantrum. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Good. We all have those. We all have mm. our lines of uh, uh, acceptability. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, but yes. when is she going to when is she going to say to herself, uh, sitting on the couch, saying, "You know to. what? This is stupid. I I should go over there and talk to her." Yeah, that's stupid. That you would think that she's going to say that and do that. She yeah. is somebody who's selfish and is going to do. When she gets horny, she'll call you up. I feel like she you're going to have communication. I don't feel like your communication is over because I feel like you're still wanting this relationship. And in that, you're going to repeat a cycle again for the however many times that you're going to repeat it until you're ready to draw your line and say, you know Mm -hmm. something, this instability doesn't work every six months. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if you can't communicate a different behavior on reaching a compromise, that's where the the resolution comes from she has to understand that her behavior it doesn't work it makes her isolated and alone and mm-hmm. that's what it should do and you should let it go she's drawn a line you want mm-hmm. somebody that doesn't draw lines you need somebody who's capable of uh, compromise you need somebody who's willing to really cherish you somebody who knows that if we stop seeing each other your heart's going to be broken because you're giving your heart She's stomping on your heart. I'm going to hold out, and you're going to do what I want, or you're not going to have me. Well, yeah, the last, the you... last, the last time she pulled this, I, I said, what, "Why did you do that?" She said, "I was trying to teach you a lesson." Absolutely, bad communication, inappropriate actions, <sighs> and it leads to the same cycle. And here you are again by yourself. Wondering if she's going to come back. Is she really going to marry me? She gave me a ring and everything. She told me all this stuff about love, but she's not capable of love. She's not capable of love. Otherwise, she would come to a compromise, and it would never escalate to a a completion or a final line. A final line is the same as divorce. It's over. That's what those final lines are for. And you know what else about her? When we would go out for dinner or something like that, have a nice time, right? Then she wouldn't talk to me for two to three days. She would isolate herself. I don't know if she has a fear, and I would just – I got used to it and just said, okay, she needs a couple days by herself. Don't get worked up. She'll come back, and then, you know, two, three days later, 
sorry, I haven't been in contact, and I wasn't feeling well, and I don't know why she runs away after we go out for dinner or spend time together. She runs away. She's not available is what she's saying. She's not available. So you need to ask yourself, do I want to continue in this cycle? That's all you have to decide. If you do, then you need to ask yourself the next question. How do I have this situation return to the way that I want it, but that this isn't a a solution ever again? Because if you love somebody and if you really care for somebody, you don't want to separate. You don't separate. You do everything in your power to hold it together. You do everything and try to compromise. But some people are not a loving relationship. Some people are selfish. Some people are self-centered. Some people are think they're the end all and think that, so you know, if, I... if she if if she drew the line, why is she going to come back and communicate then? Because she's going to get horny and lonely and realize she doesn't have anything and uh and think and you're going to go, "Okay, I'm coming back. I'm a good puppy. I'm a good puppy. I'm coming back. I love you. I love you. I love you." And what's happening is you're thinking, I'm a lucky dog. She came back. She came back. And then in 10 weeks, she's going to be like a vicious pit bull and say, get out of my yard. And there you are again, over in your yard, all by yourself. In in the doghouse. In the doghouse. Right. You're just not, if the person isn't available to compromise to the degree that you can love each other still, because right. what she's saying is, I don't love you. Because if she loved you, she wouldn't say, I'm never, you know, we're done. That isn't love. Love doesn't do that. Love right. is a, a, a kind and genuine, and it doesn't hurt. It When death happens, it can feel like it hurts, but it doesn't. It carries on. Um, that's the only time love really can hurt. Uh, when you love somebody... You can have a separation with somebody and you can feel like the love is over, but the love doesn't have to be over. Like you still love her even though you're not with her. It's not over for right. you, is it? No. Uh, if she was dead, it still wouldn't be over. You still would be loving her. The difference is, is that she's saying, I'm not sharing my love with you. That's not a loving person. That's not somebody that loves you. Somebody that loves you would not do that. They don't say that. They don't separate from you and say, you know, you're going to do what I want or we're not going to be in love. That's not love. Okay? You're trying to get love from something that isn't available. She's not loving you. And giving you a ring, and even if she married you on paper, that wouldn't change it one bit. She would still draw the line and leave. It's the Do you see her? Do you see this even ever sure. going to marriage? Do you see this even ever going to marriage, Reverend James? To go to marriage. Ask yourself, the question always is why. Why would you want it to go to marriage? So that when she separates, you actually have to pay a lawyer to divorce. So that when you separate, you have to have the lawyer decide who owns what. That's what a marriage does. It separates the thing a marriage does is separates the materialism. That's it. A real marriage doesn't need paper. A real marriage doesn't need anything. A real marriage is a union of choice. 
Well, when we would go out to eat, she would introduce me as her wife. She would say, this is my wife, my wifey. Yes, until she was not in the mood, and then you're a nobody. So that's not a loving. Like I said, you can be married, and it doesn't mean that you're having love. Right. Right. You have to find somebody to love you. And then um, something... Right, and then uh, something devastating happened to me uh, on April the 20th. My 17-year-old Yorkie died in my arms on my chest. He uh-oh. died, Hercules. And I, oh, my God, I had to take off a whole week's worth of work. Um, I, I, I was crying uncontrollably. Um, it, it's been a whole, very hard ordeal because he's <laughs> been a big part of my yeah. So where was the girlfriend? She doesn't even know about it. I didn't even tell her. She uh, hasn't seen me out with it. So this is the person that loves you so much that you want to marry. You know, this is what I, didn't, I, I wasn't even going to tell her because I haven't told many people. I just am so yeah. devastated over this. She lives across the street. She knows it's over. She lives across the street. She knows that, uh, you know, that's what I'm saying. You're just not, you're just allowing yourself to be in a situation where you're going to love somebody that isn't loving you back. And uh, when you needed a person to love you, when you, your 